You know, I really want to rework how I do these interactive readings. I want to make them more audio-friendly for the podcast and honestly, I just don't enjoy the monologuing into a microphone thing. It has such a performance feel. I know I'm not a good extemporaneous speaker and that makes it hard to bring the level of communication and authenticity I can give you in a live one-to-one conversation or in a typed format. I think I've said this before. Conversation is one thing, but broadcasting to a general audience is another. One-to-one versus general audience readings aside, you can compare the YouTube video to the typed transcript here in the blog and the text-to-speech version in the podcast. Dang it Jim, I'm still a writer, not on-camera talent. At the same time, I really do like the what the video brings to the blog, especially for the interactive, pick-your-own-card readings like this. I think it brings an important level of transparency and authenticity to the posts. You know it is a totally genuine, heartfelt, raw, unedited, real-world card reading. You get to see it happen as well as read or hear the words of it. Maybe it's just me, but it seems fairly symbiotic, the two together are greater than the sum of the parts. Especially for people like me who think they are some kind of Shakespeare until the mic turns on and it all turns into babbling incoherence. Here's my thought and I really want to know what you all think. It would genuinely help me to have this feedback. Just being here and reading or listening to this is wonderful support, and I thank you for that, but I could really use an extra hand with this interactive idea. Please leave any thoughts or suggestions or questions in the blog comments, the YouTube comments, answer the question on Spotify or leave a voicemail on Anchor FM. Are these interactive readings interesting or helpful at all? If I put a pithy card contemplation in the video description and a full card reading on the blog and podcast would it still be as helpful and interesting? Honestly, I kind of love the mystique and anonymity of everyone to thought that I actually sound like Siri's second cousin and have my voice be as big of a mystery to tarot YouTube as Corpse Husband's appearance is a mystery to Gamer YouTube. I may tinker with captioning the longer you choose videos and leaving the short ones as, you know, shorts. Using left, center or right to indicate your card choices is hard to visualize. Or at least I think so. Sometimes you see these kinds of readings on social media using still photos and they create such pretty Instagram-level picture. Often they will use crystals or charms or feathers or different small objects to help you feel your way to the right card. I love me some rocks and crystals, but again, that doesn't translate well into an podcast. Using color was a thought, but not the best one. Color have emotional and psychological connections. Marketing experts use it all of the time. I was concerned that I can't think of any good way to connect the cards to sounds without making it ridiculous and cumbersome for the blog readers and video watchers. The answer seems to be to use something that is easier to describe and visualize than objects or spatial relationships like left, center, right. Have you ever seen the original Ghostbusters movie? There is a scene where Dr. Ventman is testing two volunteers' ESP ability by drawing cards and having them guess the shapes on the cards. If you take out the comedy bits, the card test is an actual thing. There are random image generators online that let you guess at the cards and see if you can guess above random. It's all based on controversial parapsychology research in the 1930s. And it has absolutely nothing to do with this other than taking some inspiration from the cards. The cards I'll use for the visual part are different than the the actual Zener cards, but like the Zener cards they are simple shapes that are easy to visualize. As a nod to one of my favorite movies, though, I'm using a star and wavy lines. I made add some shapes just for interest and to increase the randomization. 
You'll see and hear how it works as we do a few of theses you choose readings together. But speaking of you choose readings, that's enough behind the scenes. Let's do this thing. First I'll draw three shape cards from this tiny handmade deck of note cards. Today we have wavy lines, star and circle. Now let's draw three tarot cards from the shuffled and cut tarot deck and put one by each of those shape cards. Next, you choose. You choose how you use the reading. It can be guidance for your day, guidance for your week or guidance for anything that is on your mind right now. Imagine the three shapes, star, wavy lines and circle. Which one feels right? Does one light up in your mind's eye more than the others? Does one catch your attention more than the others? If you need a minute, pause the video, stop reading for a second or pause the podcast to give yourself a little time. Then restart to get the reveal. Or just pick a shape on impulse and listen for your card as we go along. Wavy lines is temperance. The Waitsmith deck echoes the wavy lines in the water that is being poured from cup to cup. Temperance is the ultimate balance card. Today there is a strong energy of slow your roll and bring down the temperature a little bit. Here the temperance card is very much like tempering in cooking where you change the temperature of sauces or custards gradually to prevent the eggs from curdling and getting lumpy. Tempered glass is another example. Tempered again refers to temperature. The temperature of the glass is controlled and manipulated to make the glass stronger. The advice from the card is about bringing emotional tempers and and emotional temperaments and group discussion temperatures down. It is about choosing your response to external circumstances just like you chose this card. Star is the hermit card. Interestingly, the star shape is also found on the card artwork as the shape of the light in the hermit's lantern. The hermit is about finding inner wisdom through changing the external environment. Carve out some me time for yourself. If you at all can manage it, get away from it all. Create a little quiet time and meditation because that will let you hear your own inner wisdom. Walking away for a minute to collect yourself is a way to respond to external circumstances as much as a spiritual retreat is. The circle isn't directly represented on the card art, unless we really stretch things to include the chariot wheels. The chariot is what I call the supersonic test pilot card. It is a call to be fully in the present moment and mindful, but not impulsive. If a test pilot lets their mind wander or if they act too randomly bad stuff can happen. Being fully present and bringing all of your training to bear making good but fast decisions is one way to respond to external circumstances. If you chose this card that is a clue that you can bring that kind of mindfulness and clear-headed decision-making to your situation. Which format suits you? How do you like using shapes instead of spaces? How do you like the way the videos combine with text and audio? I kind of like this unpolished multimedia blend of things. Thank you for watching, listening and reading. Any likes, subs, shares or follows you can spare are always greatly appreciated. None of this media mashup is monetized. Your blog website purchases and Kofi memberships all contribute to creating this unique tarot content just for you. The short sip format returns Friday, March 24th. See you at the next sip.